0: Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where
1: life happens one sip at a time, with Fort Worth on our mind and a drink in our hand,
0: connecting our city through drinks, laughs, and real-life convos.
1: And now, your host, your favorite champagne aunt, Robin. Well, howdy, y'all, and welcome back to Corks and Cowtown. This is episode two, continued with that LDP and we are so excited because now we're going to dive in a little bit into your season and yep. what we talked about last time and talk about changes yes, yes, but while we were not recording we had a little teaser where we found out that once again <laughs> biggest small town yep. he was mentioning someone he had on his podcast and I go wait is she married to so and so and he's like, Yes. And I go, Oh, he was friends with my college boyfriend, and now he has a business with a guy I went to high school with. Yep. So once again, it's a small it's a this is what home. we're talking about though. Yep.
0: yep. We were just we were just talking about this offline, right? Like how important it is to sustain relationships, be respectful. You don't know like I I we talk about this on my show a lot. We're like there's a self-awareness piece, which we talk about yes. all the time. But there is this other element of like, you don't know where someone's going to be. So I have this saying of like, kings become peasants and peasants become kings daily. Mm-hmm. I say that all the time. And I learned that when I was really young. Because you, just because somebody is some someplace right now, or they are making mistakes right now, or they seem perfect right now, that doesn't mean yeah. that that's how it's always going to be.
1: And I completely agree with that. I will say I have one bone to pick with you okay. about... The way you end your podcast
0: <laughs> okay, all right. is
1: because you say, I don't want to get it wrong, Good. but you basically say, if you're ever feeling guilty, yeah. then it's probably you. Yeah. I don't agree with that. <laughs>
0: okay. Tell me why not. I would love okay, to know.
1: Well, just because based on a like recent scenario with someone, I hate talking about it because it's like, it's not a big deal. And obviously whenever you're friends with someone, you do certain things yeah. for them and whatever else. But let's say that you let a friend borrow money, okay, and then they said they'd pay you back within a certain amount of time, and they don't. Yeah, okay, that's an awkward conversation. To it have. Is a really awkward, regardless of how close you are, or whatever. It is an awkward conversation to talk about money. Yeah. So when I finally did come to this person and was like, I mean, like, are you going to pay it back? Like, obviously, you're not to pay it back. So I started feeling guilty and like awkward about bringing it up, even though.
0: It it
1: wasn't me that was in the wrong. Perfect. Because the person, it had been over a year Mm -hmm. since the initial thing was given. Yeah. I felt bad and guilty for bringing it up just because of who I am as a person. I was like, I know we all have bills to pay and stuff, but like I, you know, would still appreciate and I just got so flustered and felt so bad and guilty in a weird way for bringing that up to them, even though I know I wasn't wrong. And that
0: is okay. So I love that you asked this question because this has come up. I've been on another podcast and they've brought this to my attention. That If you feel guilty, it's probably you. And it is still you. You felt that okay. guilt. But why did you feel the guilt? There's a reason why you felt what you felt and your feelings are valid. Mm -hmm. That's why when I say if it's if you feel guilty, it's probably you. Not to say that there's a blame on you. Okay. But because you feel something whenever I say that. When people hear that, they feel something. Yeah. So what is it that you're feeling? That's what I want you to explore. I feel awkward. And and guess what? That's okay for you to feel awkward. But
1: my thing is like, why do I feel awkward?
0: Well, I think that you are somebody who actually cares, right? So I'm going to give you a psychoanalysis that I've gotten from you. Done. It feels like you're somebody who really cares and you're probably not wanting to have that conversation with the person because you would much rather lose the money than lose the relationship. Yes. But you have to do what's right for yourself at that point in time. Okay. So you feel guilty because you know that you're going to have to set up a boundary that you don't necessarily want to set up.
1: And you and I talked about boundaries (laughs) literally the other night. We talked
0: talked about this and you came on my show and we had a full blown conversation about the multipliers and the people that can either diminish you or make you feel a lot stronger. And honestly, when I say, if you feel guilty, it's probably you. I want people to explore that feeling. Like I know for me. I am someone who does not mind confrontation. I actually think that healthy confrontation is good. No.
1: And I agree with that now. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning that. I think that what you just hit on is really good though, because you're spot on is like, I felt attacked (laughs) even though I know I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, But then at the same time, you're right. It's because what you're bringing up is like, okay, but why? It still is you. It still is you. And I'm like, Okay, you're right. But like, I didn't think of it that way. I just felt attacked. Exactly. But this is, once again, this is why I'm excited we're having this conversation because if people so often today feel attacked by their thoughts and feelings, and sometimes they are wrong. Yeah. But that's the thing is that a lot of people aren't able to admit that. And they shut down. Yes.
0: They immediately shut down. Because a lot
1: of people, when they feel attacked, either lash out or back into a corner and it gets a thousand times worse. Exactly. But I feel like the majority of people today, especially what we see online, et cetera, is that people lash out because no one can tell them they're wrong. Exactly. Yes. But whenever you come from a place place of growth and change, you are able to kind of see those things and be like, okay, I can take a step back and kind of analyze that. And see how it does fit into what I'm exactly. going through.
0: And I, a lot of the things that we talk about on, on my show is so just for those who have never listened to it, it's probably you we are a theme-based podcast and we call ourselves the Everyday Experience Podcast. And why do I say that? Is because we're sharing stories about things that have happened to us and what we felt in those moments, how we saw those moments, mm-hmm. and it's typically around a theme. The season's theme has changed. But I had you on when we did multipliers mm-hmm. and diminishers. Well, wait.
1: Talk about multipliers. Like, oh, yeah, talk about yeah. that because a lot of people, like, I even looked it up to make sure I knew what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So a uh, lot of people don't understand what that is. Yeah,
0: so there, there's this, this is very, I wouldn't even call it a basic concept. It was actually pretty, it was a pretty large concept to try to do for a season, but I thought it was important. So multipliers are those people that just have the ability to make you feel stronger, to make you feel like you can do more. They get a lot out of you. And there's a lot of different ways that they do it. And there's just different levels to how people can make you feel stronger, smarter, better about yourself. But then there's also the other side of it, which is the diminishers. Mm -hmm. Those are people who drain you, who find this way to pull you into a darker place and kind of take you away from yourself. And the concept and why it gets so complicated is you can be a multiplier at work and a diminisher in your house. Or you could be a multiplier in your house and a diminisher at work. And
1: that is something... That was mind-blowing when I started like, to read about it. No, and I think you're spot on because I think a lot of people, especially now that people are going back into an office setting yes. for, like, work, yep. and a lot of people don't like that anymore. Yeah. They We all got very comfortable working, from, working home. from home. <laughs> and I think that now a lot of people... I'm not going to lie. A lot of people ended up having children yep. during Rona yep. and whatnot. And, like, you're now taking that time. And, like, I think people started realizing all the time that's being taken away from them. So it's not only time with your family, it's time with a newborn baby, it's time with your spouse that maybe, like you just got married, like all that time that it didn't matter if you were just sitting on the couch in silence together working. You were together. You were together. And that's something that once again, I will preach this till the day I die, is like interpersonal communication. It's like just communication, being present, being with someone, one of, like, me and some of my girlfriend's favorite things to do, and we talk about how that's how you truly know if you're friends or not, is being able to sit in silence together. Yes. Like, just be in each other's presence. You don't have to say a fucking word. Nope. And you're just there together. And you're
0: and I have found that the people that I can do that with are the people that I've either known the longest or have understood the fastest. Yes, those are, those are the only, on. those are only two ways that I feel that comfortable. Either I've known you for a long time or I got to understand you very quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have like a lot in common. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I don't personally feel like I need to fill space unless I'm in an awkward situation. Yeah. And I know that I'm in an awkward situation when I feel the need to fill space because yes. that's not my norm.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: like I spend a lot of time trying to understand what my norm is. And that's really... what this. What our show is, it's like get to know who you are, Mm -hmm. accept who you are. And when you have those moments where you're feeling guilty or when you're feeling like you're behind or you're feeling like envious of people, whatever it is that you're feeling, make it less about them and bring it back to you. And like, why do you feel that way? So
1: something you just talked about was like being envious of other people. Yeah. Do you think that's a normal feeling, though? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, that's something that I recently was talking to, like, one of my best friends, Haley, about is I had a couple friends recently get engaged that I know they're not in healthy relationships Mm -hmm. or, like, not in good relationships. And it was just a very, like, kind of, if you don't do this, I'm going to leave scenario. And I've seen that. And I think everyone has at this point but it was just like one of those things is like great well there's someone else getting engaged that I have to go to their bridal shower I have to go to their wedding uh, I have to, go to their bachelor party and just in your face Yeah and I was like and here I am trying to like work on myself be better and I'm still alone. Yeah, And it's one of those things that I've also had to realize, though, that's a normal feeling.
0: Yes. Being envious is it's absolutely fine. You yeah. know, I was jealous of you guys when when you and the Funky Panther got to go to South by Southwest. I was a little bit jealous. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, those are my people. And I'm pretty excited. Yes, for them. exactly. You can, you can have two yes. thoughts at the same time. And
1: that's the thing is I'm like, I'm so happy that because I do think, well, I don't want to give it away. But like, I do think one of the people in the relationship absolutely deserves it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm happy for you. Like, you do need someone. Like, I know you've been wanting this, et cetera. But then at the same time, I'm like, really? (laughs) Yeah. And it's one of those things that I have to like, then like you're saying is like, I have to take a step back, check myself and be like, okay, why am I upset?
0: Exactly. I, I think what's happened is we, we, for whatever reason in the society, we've gotten to a point where we feel like, our feelings are our personality.
1: Yes. Like
0: the way that you feel about a situation has nothing to do with your personality. That's not that's not who you are as a person. Feelings are just that. They are emotions. You experience feelings. You aren't a feeling. You well, experience them.
1: You talked about something on the last episode of y'all's podcast, It's Probably You, mm-hmm. and you were talking about self-awareness and how it can also be like very helpful or very harmful. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I think that that's a balance too. So whenever like my friend and I kind of got into the whole Enneagram thing, Mm, we were traveling and we were listening to podcasts about the Enneagram. And that's one thing that the podcast we listened to, I can't remember what the podcast is called. Sorry, y'all. But it was talking about how when you are self-aware, you can come from a place that's typically healthier versus when you're not Mm self-aware, you're going to come from a place of harm. Yes. Because you don't know why. Someone could be like, hey, well, you're doing this. Well, if you're not self-aware and don't know why you're doing those things, you're going to be, once again, feel attacked, backed into a corner. You're going to lash out and do certain things. But when you're able to be like, okay, could I be wrong about this? Mm -hmm. And that's one of my things that also um, Tony and Henry on the same page podcast, they talked about in one of their last episodes is like Henry had had an issue with a friend and he even brought up some scripture and I can't remember the scripture for the life of me. I wish he was here. But it talks about even in the Bible, it says, if you're having an issue with a friend, bring it to them first before making it like public or letting a, oh someone else know and letting like having a question about it. And that's something that I've always tried to do is like typically, and I'm guilty of doing it backwards oh, all of a sudden. and asking a friend and being like, Hey, am I overreacting? Getting an opinion and then going to the person. Yeah. But at the same time, I've tried it the other way in certain recent scenarios and just got radio silence, yep. blocked,
0: mm-hmm. and other
1: things. And then I was like, what am I supposed to do now? Well, here's What's the, ch- the correct like, path to do? So then I tried alternate routes yeah. of contact, yeah. got no response, and then I had to go public. Yeah. So it's like, there are people that will try these scenarios and whatnot, but when someone's not self-aware, they just feel lashed out and attacked.
0: So you hit on so many things that are vital and important, right? So I have a rule where if I'm mad at my wife for something, I like you would never know that me and my wife ever had a problem cuz my mom raised me that like if i have a problem with a significant other or people that i'm close with you'll never know that i've had a fight with somebody in my life cuz i will never talk about it unless i get to a point where i have to like there's there's yeah. there's some harm that could be done to myself other people around me you'll never know and the reason i do that is i don't like to put people into a situation where they are on the defensive. Yes. Because I am a I try my hardest to be aware of the people that are in my life, their strengths and their weaknesses and like how they tick. And people say, Well, that's kind of manipulative. I'm like, caring about someone is not manipulative. No. It's what you do with that information. Yeah. So if your mind goes to, oh, you you try to learn as much as you can about your friends. You're going to use it against them. I don't think like that. So that's not where my mind goes. If that's where your mind goes, it's probably you.
1: Okay, <laughs> no, you're spot on though. And this is something that I especially with, once again, social media bringing up stuff. Yeah. Let's say this has happened, especially with like dating. I'm just going to use that as oh, yeah, a scenario. Yeah. Is like, say I post something that I just find inspiring. Mm-hmm. Or it like hits close to home and it doesn't have anything to do with say someone I'm dating. Yeah, But it also is a little targeted in a sense if it fits the person. Yes, exactly. And then I get lashed at. Why are you talking about me? Like why? And I'm just like, that says more about you. Absolutely. Than it does me. Absolutely. That wasn't directed at you. Yep. That was just, I. this just hit home. This yep. just resonated. This just what? But I feel like we live in such a time now where people are like almost looking, they're like, well, what are they doing? And, like, you even have a, the smallest tiff with someone. Yeah. They're looking for you to say or do anything that relates to them. Yeah. Because everyone... It's about them. It's so passive-aggressive.
0: Yeah. And they make it about them. Yes. I, I will tell you and that that's, it's so funny. It
1: is probably you. Yeah.
0: I, it's so funny the amount of, like, ex-girlfriends and other people that... I don't know, like, if they've never looked at a story or made a story on Instagram. That, con- like, they don't—they don't actually follow me. Well, yes. But, but they come. I have so Ugh. many exes that look at my stories that it just is—it's just like crazy to me. But you talked about something, and I and I want to take a step back because you talked about finding the right avenue to reach the person, right? Yes. Like I said, I will not talk about something with a, a particular individual without having talked to them first. But if you know how massive the conversation is going to be seeking guidance and asking for help before you do something to me is not as big of a deal as completely going public first.
1: No. And I completely agree with that too, personally. And I know not everyone's going to feel the same and that's fine. But I completely agree because it's one of those things is like, sometimes I do doubt myself and I'm like, am I overreacting? Am I reading the scenario correctly? Like it sucks, especially when you're saying like big changes, big things like big you know, like especially stuff that can affect someone in such a large way i think that you want to confirm and make sure and you're going to go to those people that you trust and you trust their opinion and you trust their guidance and you value them and you're just like hey help me make sure i'm not about to really fuck up my life and someone else's and that's
0: all it is and here's my thing people who are reckless are always going to be reckless. Yes. There's not going to be a scenario where they decide to not be reckless unless they're building up to that reckless moment. So when you are the type of individual who cares, which is what you are, which is what I am, we will look at things a little bit differently. I've even been told that I have this, uh, I build silos with people. It's like I build silos and I I was typically putting people into various silos. So you were either in my best friend silo, Mm -hmm. you were in my acquaintance silo. Okay,
1: some people aren't going to know what silos are. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So a silo back in the day is something that used to be used to hold grain. It's those like big metal buildings that you would see like on the side of the road and there's typically like two to three of them. And then they have like a spout going from the top. And that's where they would pour the grain in. And if you ever get inside of one, you're basically going to die. Because yeah, you're it's going to suck out. you down and there's no air in them. You're not getting So out. anyways, if you didn't know what a silo was, avoid them at all costs. <laughs> it's like a horror movie. You will die unless you can somehow, you can't get out of it. And that's why,
0: and that's, so this is why that person made the analogy of silos for me. Is because you can't get out. No, and you that's, can't. That's what the, what the person was basically saying to me is, I had a tendency to put people into these silos and that's where they lived. You've in my best friend silo, you lived there forever, but let's say you fell into my I don't like you silo. Okay. That's where she was like this is this is this could turn into being toxic if you don't find a way to you can keep your silos but make them a little bit easier to get in and
1: out of. Like a smaller yeah. silo. A we need small. a much shorter silo. I need you to create a much smaller silo. Yeah, so we need not the like the main silo.
0: <laughs> like, you have the you have the big silo yes. that's been sitting in the back of the farm that they've been using forever. That's yeah. the big silo. Not I the use.
1: reserve silo. <laughs> no no no. Not the reserve no, no. one. No, no. Yeah. yeah, no, you no, need, no, no. You need no. to
0: start using a smaller one. And it was a really good analogy for no, me to understand correct. and understand like and to move forward with the way that I view people and I view relationships, because that helps me when it comes to communicating with them. But I am not afraid to tell somebody something negative because I'm also not afraid to hear something negative. Yeah. And I I think because we live in such a polarized society, people are, I I can't even, I can't even use certain songs because like, if you go to my page, I like to put photos that I've taken to music Mm -hmm. on my stories. I do it a lot. And I, and I know people like when I do that, but I've had times where I put something on, like, are you and your wife okay? (laughs) like bro like i like this song (laughs) i know but you're
1: okay so you're spot on about the communication thing too with that because my best friend michelle which i talk about on the podcast all the time Mm -hmm. and her baby critter Mm -hmm. the uh, forever the baby will be critter to me so Mm -hmm. baby's name is miles it's Mm -hmm. critter Mm -hmm. so she was in a sorority i'm not gonna say who i don't need y'all stalking her (laughs) but um so she was in a sorority and worked with them and they really did is like i mean i'm not a sorority type of gal but like she like
0: they're for it. Yeah.
1: Flawless. Flawless. A queen. <laughs> and so um some of the like stuff they taught her and everything else to deal with like people and whatever is whenever you're having an issue someone be like, "Can I give you some constructive criticism?" Yep. Mm-hmm. So many people do not know how to just take that even if they're coming truly like you said from a good place and they like even preface it and like tell you like, "Hey, by the way, like can I give mm-hmm. you some constructive criticism?" Now, Michelle is a thousand times better at that than I am. Yeah. I come from a place where I just say, do you want me to lie to you or not? Yeah. It gets like, to do you point, want though. the truth or not? Like, and typically my friends know they only come to me if they want a really blunt, honest, and raw answer yeah. or opinion. Because I'm not going to sugarcoat shit.
0: Yeah. Same.
1: And I'm thankful for the friends that know that and understand that. Because otherwise, I'm not being myself.
0: And you can't actually help.
1: No. And that's the thing is... I'm typically always coming from a place if a friend is coming to me, I'm like, okay. And then there was a thing online. It was like talking about the same scenario. And it was like, ask people, do you want comfort or do you want solutions? Yes. And that I was like, damn, where's that been all my life? Yes. Yes. Like, oh, it was so good. Yep. And I'm not the best at giving comfort. Yeah, me either. Well, depending on the scenario, I'm not a lovey dovey person. Yeah, I'm not either. But like, depending on the scenario, like obviously I can be there for you, but I kind of thrive in chaos. Same. And so, whenever it comes down to it, if someone's just like, especially like say we're out or doing something, I can't tell you the amount of times that my friend will like bow up to someone or start start a fight, (laughs) and they're just like. Come here, I'm about to get in a fight. And I was like, here we go. <laughs> let's like make it happen. let's go. And I'm just like sitting there waiting for something to happen because they're just like, they're not actually gonna fight no. anyone. No. And so then I'm there, just like, are, am I gonna defuse this or am I actually about to like punch someone in the face? <laughs> but it's just one of those scenarios is like I think that like what you touched on is like your silos, is you have the people that are your ride or dies, yep. like your 100%. best friends, your yep. friends, they're family, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then one of the biggest things that I've learned also is that to stop calling everyone a friend.
0: Yes. And
1: to start calling them an acquaintance. Yes. Yes. And that hit me pretty hard. Yeah. Because I was like, "You know what? You're right." Like and yeah. if like you said is like some of those people do get bounced around and move from like silo to silo. It's just very hard because sometimes you do is like you think someone's a friend and are like ride or die at the beginning and you just like I always want to have that like initial. I'm just like, oh, this person's totally like, or just that. like this. I, wish, I
0: want that to yeah, happen. Yeah. And all you're just like, oh,
1: this. And then you start developing the friendship or whatever else. And then you're kind of like, oh, this isn't. We're not aligned. This isn't it.
0: Yeah. This ain't it.
1: And it sucks because then you have to slowly either like remove that person or take a step back yep. or whatever. And, but then that's my thing too is like, do you address it or do you just kind of push it to the side?
0: So that is a heavy one and I was guilty of this. So while I was doing the silos, the person addressed with me like how my negative silos were mm-hmm. impacting me. But then I came to realize even when I would like initially meet someone and be, oh, you're my person. Yeah. I had that blow up in my face so many times Same. where I got to the point where I almost pivoted right and just like let the pendulum swing but then i went back to self-awareness right so like why is it that i want to establish this relationship right it's because although i'm not a lovey-dovey person i enjoy people
1: i'm saying yeah I'm the, I'm
0: the guy that like puts his arm around his guy friends and tells him he loves them like i'm that guy. yes uh, i'm very secure in my masculinity like i'm good with who i am and i let the people around me know that i love them i want to be in comforting environments. When I'm with my friends. Like, I yeah. want that. So when I see someone who feels like they match my energy, yeah. I want to immediately give that to them. I yes. want to bring them in. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. what I realized is instead of letting the pendulum swing, let's just um let's start with boundaries. And that's when I started to learn. And that's I know. I and you
1: were to- telling me that. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm so bad about that because... I don't know. I have so much... So obviously, so many thoughts, feelings, et cetera, about this. But like one of the quotes that hit so close to home. And it was like, you're going to keep meeting the same people in different bodies till you learn the lesson. Yeah. And I was like, shit. Oh no. Yeah. But that's Mm. literally rang so true to me so many times, whether it be a friendship a relationship Mm -hmm. with family, I mean anything. And I'm like, I keep thinking I've learned the lesson. And then I go right back to it because once again, I don't want to be like a hard person. And I want to be like, soft and opening and you know like loving and caring but at the same time even from like a biblical perspective i think also that's like probably god saying like i'm giving you another chance to see the truth yes and see the way things are and are you going to actually learn the lesson yeah And that's so tough. And it's hard. Because like, then there's also contradicting things as like, say the Bible says, you know, like forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive. You can forgive and still remove someone from your life. That
0: is the most important. And that is something
1: so many people don't do, especially like when it does come to say family is like, I removed a large chunk of my family because I was like, I do not agree with you or literally anything you do. And i wasn't able to do that till i was 18. yeah but still whenever i did it i can't tell you the weight oh yeah that took off of me as a person and a human being and i think that's why is for a little while i said like in the last episode from like 18 to probably like 22 23 i was still very like in kind of an older mindset yeah but once i got rid of all that i was able to start being like okay like we can grow, we can learn, we, talked we can about do this. things. Yeah. We talked
0: about this on on my show when we were talking about like some of the people in your life that had multiplied and diminished yes. you. And you you talk about something and, and I and I actually wrote a whole paper about this. I'm a philosophy minor.
1: No ran, way! Random,
0: right? See, this uh, is why
1: I love these like longer episodes. Is we get to learn more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I want to learn more about you, and yeah. like we've obviously been in touch for like yeah. over two years. Well, I feel that, like that would but... never came
0: up though. No. Right? Okay,
1: so yeah, yeah the paper.
0: so I'm a philosophy minor, and I wrote a paper, and in the paper, what I wrote was people personify karma, but they shouldn't karma is energy and what karma does is it keeps putting a mirror up to your face and asking you are you going to keep doing the same thing or are you going to change the behavior as soon as you change the behavior you get a new mirror so now you're you're stepping so now you're stepping into another element now all you're doing is removing layers of yourself that don't belong Mm -hmm. so when you keep getting put in front of the same situation and the same scenarios and the same things keep happening you're just still looking at the same mirror. You have not been able to move past that. Yeah. So when people try to say that karma's a bitch, I'm like, I would not personify karma. It's energy because it works in both ways, good and bad. But that mirror keeps getting put in front of you, whether it's good or bad, and you could be surrounded by several mirrors because everybody has a different element to who they are. I don't believe that you are one thing or another. I'm not a yoga, you know, a yogi, and a photographer over here i am i am both i'm not yeah. just a dad now i'm also still lance like i'm still the creative yeah. individual and, and, you're,
1: I, still and, and you're still a husband yeah. and i'm still a friend i'm still a son no you're spot um,
0: on and i when it comes to like understanding myself i've also gotten rid of relationships and i am the type of person that's like i don't feel obligated to do things because of your status in my life like I am I will tell my mom like hey I can't do this thing for you and she's like my favorite person on the planet. She knows that. Yeah. I, I can't do this. Like I need a break. I love my daughter. She's only two months old. I love my daughter more than anything. There are times where I'm like, oh my God, I need to put her down because she is crying and she's getting on my last nerve right yes. now. These things are temporary. But the pain that somebody can put into your life by abusing and by manipulating and by taking advantage of you, that's prolonged. I can tell my mom I don't want to do something right now, but I'm going to be there for her later on because she's never put me into a situation that was okay. But
1: I think what you just hit on is like so strong because that's something so many people do not understand or maybe relate with, but they're scared to make that step because the amount of time people I see either post about it or talk about, they're like... It doesn't matter like blood is blood family's family and i'm just like no it's not no it's not, no, it's not. and here's the thing once again this is my perspective oh, yeah, same. Yeah. and but and that's theirs but i do not understand that mindset because so many people end up in such toxic toxic back so and many. forth circular situations where they're just like wrestling with someone for their entire life stressed <laughs> out and then i hate to use this analogy but so many times i like see it used as like when you're on like your deathbed and someone's just like man i wish i hadn't fought with that person so much yeah or like i wish i hadn't done and like those are the things that you're probably you're going to be like why did i argue with that person over this or like why did i spend so much time doing this and it's just one of those things is like i hate to say it and i hate to think it but like we literally are all dying every day exactly we whether are. you have We're
0: deteriorating. Yeah. Whether you
1: have a disease, an illness, you're just you were just born. Like, we're dying every day. Yep. And that is a weird thing to think about. And like if you sit at your like home by yourself and think about it too much, please don't. Because <laughs> I do that sometimes to like get super in my head and get super like what is it, philosophical? philosophical yeah, yeah, I was like, what's the right word for this? And then I'm just like, why is this even where my brain is going? Or you just think about like life in general. Yeah. It's trippy. It is. But, but it also good. reminds you like it's so much bigger than just us.
0: And it's and it's a finite amount of time. I am on this planet for a finite amount of time. Right? And we
1: don't know how long. I
0: don't know when that clock is going to run out of time. Mm-hmm. So instead of sitting here and having shitty relationships or having shitty conversations or walking in the rooms where I don't feel welcome, I only go to the places where I feel welcome. Yes. I only get in like, I. that's where the silo thing came from because I took it to an extreme. And I wouldn't give second chances. Now I'm willing to give second chances, but I don't give thirds.
1: Okay, same. Yeah. I used to do like a baseball, as I was like, three strikes, you're out. No. Then it went down to two. It's only at two. Now I'm at two. I yeah. was, I was, the type, I
0: was that person that would like immediately cut you off. So like, yeah. I was, I was the, I was the friend that other friends called to handle things because yeah, like they knew that I would be the one to go and have a hard conversation, cut that thing off, and then we could all move on. So I have learned to give multiple chances and do that, but. I am not afraid to cut a relationship short, whether it be with a family member, anyone that I feel like is toxic to me or to somebody else. And here's another thing that I won't do. I will not, because my, my. I'll just take a quick example. My wife is a lot more passive than I am. She doesn't like confrontation, right? So she'll put up with a lot more than I would put up with. And I realized that early on in our relationship. And I think she realized that I realized it.
1: Do you think y'all make a good balance Oh, absolutely. of that, though? Because
0: I would be the one who... I would go out of my way to make sure that she wasn't compromised by somebody else. Okay. I'd be the jerk in a situation... And at first I was like, I don't know how she's going to react to it, but I don't like this. I don't think it's good for you. I'm, I'm just going to stick up for it and see what happens. And I'm pretty sure that's why I'm married. Like, I'm pretty sure that she was like, I need to find someone. She's like, she's like thank God that this because and I know that I get on her nerves sometimes. And I'm not saying yeah. that I'm not perfect by any means. But what, what we realized was I know that I don't want anyone in my life to be put into a compromised situation. So there are people that I won't even invite to my house when I have parties. Because yeah. I feel like they could put people on the, they could be weird. I don't know. I don't. I don't want anybody who spends time with me to feel like they could be compromised.
1: Okay, so my friend Jenna's husband. This is what I got from her: is like me and her went on a vacation together, and whenever something like kind of negative would come up, she'd be like, "Protect the vibe."
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: And so, and that came from her husband and I. Like forever now, I'm just like, anytime I'm somewhere, I'm like, protect the vibe at all costs. Yep. Like if something starts going south, I'm like, nope, protect the vibe. Yep, yep. And I think it's like such a good analogy. Yeah,
0: and you can cut people. Some people are not the people that you need in the situation. And that's where it comes to you to understand, understand your audience, understand who you're trying to be around. Not every one of your friends needs to be at or everything that you do. Uh, not every one yeah. of your acquaintances needs to be at everything that you do. I think that there are times where people want to please everyone. But I'm very guilty but they'll of that. Com- but they'll compromise their- themselves. And the people around them. I refuse to compromise the people around me because I'm okay in chaos. My wife's not okay in chaos. Most of my friends aren't okay with yeah. chaos, so I don't want a chaotic situation. I want to be the most chaotic thing in any environment that I'm in. Yeah, because
1: well, you know how to control <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. Because you're self-aware. Exactly. Exactly. Well, so that's the thing is like so every like December, I tried to start doing something. Is like it just happens to always fall around my birthday mm-hmm. since it's in December. But I tried to just start getting together like a brunch. Yeah. And so I started doing like typically like a girl's brunch and mostly I say girl's brunch because a lot of my female friends and like, especially since starting the podcast, I've had girls reach out and they're just like, I don't have good female friends. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I think is probably a lot harder for females than males. I think so too. And it's just one of those things, especially people that like move around a lot, people that are, you know, very outspoken, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, where do I fit in at? and i am grateful that i feel like a safe space for that because i think i could have used that growing up for sure but it's one of those things that like you're saying is i end up inviting like a hundred people because i'm like i don't want anyone to feel left out but at the same time i do pick and choose kind of who i'm going to invite and i just think this person and this person will get along this person yep. and this person's business could collaborate together. Yep. Like this person would be able to bring this person a lot of business. Yep. And so then it turns into kind of like a melting pot where it's like, this is a core crew that everyone can do everything together. And it's going to mesh.
0: You know what you're doing, though? You're doing the most important thing that people can do when they want to create an environment. You're thinking about... The pieces that you're adding to the, the, the pieces that you're adding to the pie. You're yeah. thinking about who, what ingredients are you putting together to make this work? A lot of times people are like, well, this person's cool with me and I hang out with that person a lot. Let's just bring everybody together and see what happens. And see,
1: I used to do that and oh my, it backfired, oh, oh my god! it backfired in my face. But I will tell you this is the one thing about doing that is that. I was friends with one girl for a longer amount of time and the girl that was newer came into the group and after they had all meshed met whatever the newer girl came to me a couple weeks later and was like hey by the way if that person's gonna be there again i'd prefer not to go and i was just kind of like oh well and i didn't really know if i should like value her opinion because i was like well you're new like just get to know them whatever Well, I kid you not, a couple weeks later, the girl I'd known much longer burned me. Yeah. Like, and so it's crazy because sometimes you're like, they saw something from an outsider perspective and a new perspective that I wasn't able to see just because I was focused on time and past versus current scenario and being present
0: people fall in love with the time that they spent with someone yes and they value that more than what the actual relationship is
1: okay that happens a lot i feel like in relationships oh
0: yeah all the time. people
1: stay in relationships longer just because they think they already have time invested and i scream that from the mountaintops now after doing it myself and it being an absolute epic disaster of being like, get out yes. <laughs> the second you feel that. Yes. The you second you're just like, something's off or something's wrong. It doesn't matter how small it is. If it's like in the back of your mind and you have not told a single soul, you don't just, ever have to tell anyone even no. what happened. Get out. Just get
0: out. You you absolutely have to. Your time,
1: to. like once again, we're here for a limited time. Mm-hmm. Timing is everything. And I can almost guarantee you, That person will not change and the things that you're stressed about are not going to change.
0: Well, the issue with the investment of time, right? People think that I invested all this time so it was a waste. No, you learned.
1: Mm -hmm. You grew
0: uh, if that per- and you're not i want to say this and you just gotta i'm sorry you got if this is if this is a lot for you i'm sorry you are <laughs> not responsible for somebody else's development as a person
1: that oh, like i am
0: so sorry oh my gosh you're not,
1: yes you are not
0: responsible for somebody else's development as a person okay
1: but i've said this a thousand times before is like i'm have been guilty of it before we get so stuck on potential
0: oh my god oh yeah versus
1: anything is yeah. like men and women boys and girls everyone you see potential or you see like something you're just like and you like almost create like a scenario in your head the second that you're just like oh this person gave me just the right amount of tension or said just the right thing yeah. and you're just like you create this whole scenario and like can be, yes of just like will be. oh this is what it's going to be like or this and then, whenever you're actually in it and you see it's not there, you're just like, "Oh well, I can, I can make it you can work. Make
0: it work. Yes.
1: That's not it. <laughs> no,
0: that ain't the move.
1: That's not it. That is,
0: and here's, and here's the thing that I think people really need to, to hear and let it resonate with you. So you spent this time with this person, and you've invested all this time, and it's not going the way you want it to. So you think you're going to double down on the time. Meanwhile, the person that could actually fit for you, that's built right now. Yes. The person that's built for you right now. Yeah. Even if it's three months, that three months you would have spent with this person that's not going anywhere. Yeah, now
1: you're delayed. Now you're delayed. Now you're delayed. And that person
0: might be gone because the person that's already built is going to find somebody that's already built too. Yes. So do you want to keep on trying to build somebody up to be something? Or do you want to actually step away from it, take the time, it's okay, time is, I understand that we have a little bit of it. I get that and it will hurt. Mm -hmm. But I would rather hurt for two to three weeks, maybe two to three months, but know that I'm going to find the right person than to keep investing time and not seeing any dividends. No payout.
1: Well, it's just, there's like a quote I see online all the time and I know I'm not going to get it right, but it basically talks about like, I promise you that making sure you're married by 30 to fit your timeline is going to hurt a thousand times worse than being with the wrong person yep. and then having to get divorced and be alone much later in life
0: exactly and
1: i will scream this from the mountaintops because this is what happened to me yep. i wish and i've told all my girlfriends that are younger and mm-hmm. under 30 i'm like do not mm-hmm. even consider marriage till you're at least like 28 29. i was
0: so happy i waited
1: and I it's so one happy. of those things because like you do is like your younger years you're still developing you're still figuring out who you are you're concerned what people think about you which was my biggest thing is the only reason i stayed with like my ex as long as i did i had once again so much time invested his family was invested i was invested like i felt like i didn't really have an out or a reason to truly leave even though he would cheated he'd was on the you know edge of being abusive like everything else and so all these things like had happened and i just stuck around because i was like what am i supposed to do yeah like what is the right answer like the day of the wedding i will never forget and i don't know if i've ever shared this but like the day of the wedding i walked in the bathroom like the girls get ready room and i literally went to the bathroom and i shut the door and i was like i don't want to be here i just got my hair and makeup done i was like i had zero emotions I wasn't excited. I wasn't I just felt like numb.
0: Yeah.
1: And my best friend, Michelle, walks in the bathroom and knocks on the door. And I'm like, what? And she's just like, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just, you know, like happy, lucky, happy, go lucky herself. And so I like open the door and she's just there with a bottle of champagne. And she just looks at me and she goes, what do you want to (laughs) do? She goes, (laughs) right. And she's the only person that like read me that day and knew and i will scream it from the mountaintops forever and after we ended up getting i was divorced she straight up told me and she was like can we just make an agreement now and i tell once again all my friends this now based on my relationship with michelle she said can we just make an agreement that anytime you feel like you can't tell me something you already know it's wrong fact and i was like yeah Absolute and attack. I was like, anytime you are hiding things from a friend, like mm-hmm. a best friend, you are lying, you are sneaking, you are doing any of these things, you don't feel like you can be open with one of your best friends. Something is wrong. Yes. And that just proves the scenario in so many situations is like, I have one friend that I can think of the scenario right now is like, I don't agree with her life choices currently. And I
0: was listening. Yeah. And, and I've taken
1: a step back. Yeah. Because it hurts me. Because she's doing something that happened to me.
0: Yep. And you know what the repercussions? Yeah. Be. And
1: I'm like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. In a sense, like, yeah. how dare you do that to another female? Yeah. How dare you do that to your friends? Yep. I've literally warned you about the outcome of this and proven it to you. you you've
0: actually sh- you've you you are living proof. Yeah. I was <laughs> like,
1: I'm living proof. You're but living also, proof. then I had her reach out and what I'm not going to get into details, but like she knows the scenario and is still choosing to be there yeah and i'm like how dumb can you be Yeah, and i hate using that word because she's no, not dumb yeah
0: but but, it, but i'm
1: like yeah. you're making a very dumb mistake right now and mm-hmm. i'm trying to protect you from it yep. but at the same time it's not on you it's not on me it's not
0: it's not on you and
1: it's so hard though to do that yeah. because i'm like i made the changes i took the steps i've been trying to grow and evolve and do all the stuff and then you see a friend doing like it's the exact like exact same thing it's like a flashback. Yes,
0: exactly same thing. Yeah,
1: and you're just like, let me protect you. Yeah,
0: it's it's PTSD. Yeah. You literally, you're living now. You're yeah. living vicariously through that person, mm-hmm. and you're experiencing all these things, and you know firsthand how bad it can be. But that's where you have to. You did the right thing. I would remove myself from the situation. I have I have watched more friends go off of potential and what yes. they think or holding on to the past. They're doing all these things because there's a safety net. Mm-hmm. Oh, every, everybody wants to have an emotional safety net. That's what they're looking for. Yes. Everybody wants that.
1: And everyone wants to be comfortable. Yes. And I get that because that's the ideal scenario is you get comfortable with someone, whatever. But I think there's also a lot more to it than just yes. being comfortable. Yeah.
0: Comfort shouldn't be the only thing that you yeah, see. You <laughs> should
1: be yeah seeking other things like healthy things like protection and providing and I'm not talking about just from a financial aspect I'm talking about
0: from emotional a protection. mental,
1: a yep. emotional, mm-hmm. like if I'm having a bad day, are you going to be there just to listen to me? Yeah. I'm not talking about like, oh, you had a bad day. Let's just go to dinner and get fucked up. Like, no. <laughs> that's not what I need. I need you to sit down and talk to me and like have these deep conversations. And yeah. like, I get not everyone needs that. Yeah. I do.
0: Exactly. But I want, know that about yourself. Yeah.
1: And that's the thing. Once again, that's why it goes back to being self aware. Yep. I know the things that I want and need. And for the longest time, I was like, well, if I say I need these things, everyone's going to think it's like a financial thing or whatever. Anytime I say something about a man protecting and providing, and if a guy immediately is like triggered by that, once again, it's probably you.
0: It's definitely you. It's definitely Yeah, you. it's
1: definitely it's you definitely because you. it's not me. That's not what I mean. There's more to protecting and providing yep. than a financial aspect.
0: Even when you were talking about protecting the vibe. Yes. Like if we were just talking about like protecting the environment we put our friends in. That has nothing to do with financial. That is emotional protection. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why our society values financial protection, but devalues emotional yes. protection. Like protecting how someone feels about themselves is vital. Like I, I am going to be the parent and people can get mad at me all they want. If my daughter doesn't want to hug you, she's not going to hug you. If my daughter doesn't want... I
1: think that is such a good thing to do. Yeah, like, like, when my friend's kids now are like, they don't want to come up to me or something. I'm just like,
0: cool, cool, cool. cool because here's the thing when my niece comes to my my niece has come to my house from, from Houston and when she first walks into my own house sometimes she's like eh, she'll stand off and the next thing you know 15 minutes later yeah. she's grabbing my hand and she wants to go like why would I why do I need to make her pay attention to me? Well why, no why but here's I, the thing is like
1: as an adult why are you so like I've because se- you know sometimes like even grandparents are like oh no come here and give me a hug sweetie like yeah. and they like force it. I'm just like back off yes. like it's still my one thing about Rona is like, give me six feet same. forever. Same. Stay the fuck away from me, Absolute especially same. in the grocery line or anything else. Get the fuck back. Yeah, I need you to stand back. Like, I don't understand why people don't understand like a personal bubble. Why would
0: we ever like that? Why did
1: you ever get? But back that's close my thing is like me? so many times, and like people just like crowd your space. I'm like, I'm here. Like you can, you're not wearing. I can tell you can see Yeah. back up. (laughs) It makes me like livid. And here's the thing is I also hate to say this because I mean, it is who I am, but it also isn't. It's like the older I get, I understand the show snapped like more and more is like that show. When people just like flip out, I'm like, I kind of get it. I get it. Like it's very relatable. (laughs) Like I'm never going, going to murder someone, but like, I also understand is like sometimes I just want to scream at someone and I've always said this too is like I figured if heaven forbid I ever do get like a cancer diagnosis or something I was like I'm going to start living my life every day like it's my last because you're never going to but why don't we do that now we should because I'm talking about like straight up if someone says something like super dumb and you you're just like you have a like good comeback off the top of your head why can't we say it
0: fire it off oh I will I will. I mean that's
1: the thing is I'm just like I want to be like "Mm." (laughs) mmm The amount of times that I sit back and I'm just like, mm. And like, my friends and I look at each other and we just, you know, you give like eyes yeah, know. You know to your face and too. you're <laughs> just like, can I say it? <laughs> can I say it? You need- and you and your friends are just like, no.
0: <laughs> you gotta you be can't. polite. Gotta be but
1: polite. that's the thing is, I just wanna be like, if I'm, that's probably gonna happen one day and I'm gonna freak out on someone and my friends are gonna be like, I'm so sorry, she's dying. <laughs> She didn't know what was happening. (laughs) She's dying. She's she's just she's going through something. Yeah, she just she's just she's slowly dying. And I would be like literally we all are, so it's fine. But I don't know. I I have so I don't know I love this is so fun. This is the thing, is like I just have so many thoughts. But I know obviously we've gotten off track, but I do No, this was
0: I mean it's all the same track. We're we're it's we're talking self awareness, we're talking development, we're talking growth, we're talking about the things that happened.
1: Yes. But the one thing I do is I want everyone First of all, if y'all aren't familiar with That LDP or It's Probably You, please make sure to add, follow, and subscribe on Instagram, yep. Facebook, YouTube?
0: Um, not YouTube, not, not yet? yet. Okay, yeah, same thing. But we yes, do have, we have our website, and it's www.itsprobablyyou.com, and the uh, Instagram is it's underscore probably the letter U, and then I'm at that underscore LDP.
1: Okay, so I want you to go through the yeah. changes chart yeah. with people, because- I think hearing this from you before they listen will be helpful. Will be very helpful. so just kind of give people like a teaser oh, yeah, of like absolutely. what you're touching on yeah. this
0: season. Yeah, so we'll make this quick. I I'm just this has been so much fun. I know. I'm
1: having so much I knew
0: this was gonna be fun. I know, and
1: this is why we've gotta like do it more. We're gonna do it
0: again. We're doing this again. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And and, you know I like having my rotating people coming on. So now I'm gonna be coming on and hanging (laughs) out with you. Yes, come Um, home. So the stages of change and the reason why we decided to do change was because of what had happened. Like my co-host had a kid, um, not even a year ago. I just had a kid. Uh, we started our photography business. It's like I've gone through all these various changes and I've got some other ones coming down the pipeline. So it was like change felt inevitable. Yeah. So we found the stages of change. And I want to just give you guys a little bit of a snapshot of this. It's actually a circle. That's the funniest part about it. And what I learned is that a lot of this is used for like people who are going through like substance abuse and things like that, or even people that have gone through like cancer. Okay. And they talk I about love it. a graph. Oh, I love graphs yeah. too. So we'll talk about all of the, the phases associated with it. So there's pre contemplation, which is basically you don't even know that a change needs to happen. So let's I'm gonna go through all of them, then we'll talk about which ones you think are Okay,
1: well, so is that like just give me your like synopsis of like what you think that is. Or oh, like I yeah, I oh, because like if that's pre-contemplation, is that kind of like you're kind of just like ignorant to yeah, knowing? you have maybe, no idea. There's no idea. You have no idea. Okay.
0: Pre-contemplation is you have no idea you need to change. You're not working on a change. You're not even thinking about changing. Then that leads you into contemplation. And typically there is some type of spark or something that's happened that gets you to the so contemplation. So like a catalyst yes.
1: of something that is kind of like either say you get super drunk one night or say you and your boyfriend are just fighting consistently yep. and you're finally like something has to change. Yeah. Okay.
0: There's something that happens that sparks the change. And that's when you get to the contemplation, but you still haven't done anything. You're just, that's my favorite piece because I love self-awareness. Yes. That is where the self-awareness piece comes in. You are now aware that there's something that's off that could potentially be changed. Then there's the preparation. This is when you start to move things out of the way. This is when you start to like looking at your routines, your habits. If we were to associate it with drinking, If I know that my routine is every Wednesday and Thursday and Saturday, I go to happy hour with my friends. Maybe I need to not get rid of all three. Maybe I just meet them on Saturday and not Tuesday and Thursday. How do I have that conversation with them? You just start going through it. And then you take your action. And this is usually the hardest part for people. And It's
1: like following through. It's throughout.
0: actually following through okay. with it. And as we bring on more guests this season, you're going to see other people's perspectives. Because I've already been kind of shocked by some people's perspective. And I've only done two interviews so far. And I've already been like, wow. Like, yeah. okay, the action piece can kind of, depending on who you are and what the action is. So you prepared for something. Now you're actually doing it. What happens when you start doing it? What kind of backlash do you get from friends, from family, from other people when you take the action?
1: Okay, I can... Because
0: we talked about boundaries. No. Action is the boundary.
1: Okay, so like this... That's the boundaries So action makes me think of all my friends that started doing like 75 hard
0: Mm. and the
1: amount of people that are just like, you can't come just have one drink for like happy hour. And it's like, no, No. I'm committed to 75 days. Yeah, yeah. 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 So no, I totally agree. And the
0: people that went through that, they had to remove barriers. That was that preparation. You had to know. But the issue is, you don't always know what the backlash is going to be. Yeah. That's the issue. And then there's the maintenance. That piece of it is, how do you make it sustainable? Okay. So like, I have thought about it. I put a plan into place. I've moved the barriers. I've started taking action. How do I keep it sustainable? And how do I maintain it? That's usually the hardest piece. Oh, it, I believe. Because don't leads, they say
1: it's like 21 days to yes, make a habit? Yes. Yeah.
0: And, Again, we go back to the example of I go out and drink with my friends Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And now I've given up on Tuesday and Thursday. I meet them on Saturday. But then now I just got convinced to come out on Tuesday. And I feel bad. So I'm going to go on Tuesday. We had a really good time. So now I'm back on Thursday. And now I've relapsed.
1: Oh. <laughs> and, that's,
0: and that's why the maintenance is the hardest part. Yeah. That's why the maintenance piece, that's vital so that you don't relapse. And you you talked about something, right? There is a negative connotation with relapsing because Mm -hmm. when people hear the term relapse, they think that you aren't strong enough. Yeah. I... Having looked at all of this, and this was from the University of Rhode Island, I do a bunch of research. I just do random research. I find a topic, and but I that's research. good. You actually I research. What I research the, the about. crap out of it. That's amazing. I <laughs> research yeah. the crap out of it. Read books on it, and I don't really read the books. Not all of them. <laughs> I have this app called Blinkist, and I just and it like gives me a synopsis. notes And then I read what yeah. I want to read to further my knowledge on it, because some of the things are not worth reading. Um, but they talk about like the maintenance piece. That's like that key, because if you don't actually maintain it. You're going to fall into relapse and relapse isn't really that bad. It doesn't mean that people are weak. It just means that they have to reevaluate what happens if you stay at the relapse and you don't actually do anything else. That's when it can get bad.
1: So is that, so if you relapse, then it starts all starts all over again. Okay.
0: And now you can go from relapsing back to maintenance, but you, it's not really the best thing for you. You probably should. You don't have to do like pre-contemplation and contemplation. You've already got past those steps. You know that there's a problem. Yeah. But typically what what my philosophy is and my thought process is around this, and this is just me, if you relapse, I think you should immediately go back to preparation. I think yeah. you have to look at what...
1: So like what triggered what me? Triggered, what, yeah, happened, yeah. What, what happened? What changed? What yeah. behaviors
0: what created that? And we're going to get into it. So I'll give you guys a little uh, a little teaser on this because it won't be out before this goes out. We are going to be doing a whole episode on habits. Ooh. Oh man. How powerful they are, what they do and the way that they impact people, because there, there's a lot about the habits that don't just affect change. They affect our entire relationships and the way that we communicate and everything that we do. It all stems from habits. And some of it is things that happen when we were two months old not even like so that's why I you all
1: can't see my face <laughs> but my eyes are very wide um
0: yeah there there's a whole entire book that that came out and we'll be referencing some of this that we watched um the actual author speak with Oprah and he talked about how the first 2 months of your life the, there's so much more development than we actually knew whether your parents show up right when you start crying that could create dependencies oh yeah that's a
1: whole other oh, si- it, it, yeah. like especially i'm sure is like being a new dad but i think that's a whole other i would love to have like a child developmental like yeah. psychologist on yeah I, i'm guessing that's what it would be yeah. just to talk about that because that's something i don't think a lot of people realize is how far back our issues and trauma go.
0: Oh, they're massive. And they, they started a long it is time ago.
1: Quote unquote small. Mm-hmm. Like you could have a, think you have had a great upbringing, but maybe like some stuff happened when you were a baby. And that's like deep down back in your brain that you have no idea. But I do want to touch on, you said relapse, like has the like negative connotations yeah. with it. Okay. So when I think about that though, I think about business. Mm. And so how like people a lot will fail in business, but then they just go back to the drawing board. Yeah. And so like how you said is like people typically associate it being negative, but I see it as like any type of failure. It gives you the chance to learn and grow. Absolutely. And let's start again. And
0: that's why I, there is an actual change cycle for business. We didn't get into this one. This Ooh, is what That's okay. what I learned first. So I have spent most of my career in corporate America and I've yep. been a leader and a manager and I don't like, I don't like saying manager. I led people. I don't, I don't manage anything Ooh, I like that because I don't, I'm very much a, let's all get on the boat and figure out how we're going to row, like actually get yeah. to where we're going and not like do it this way. Um, but a lot of the change management, a lot of this is all the same. It's just from a business standpoint There are hard dollars on the line, and that's how they look at why they do certain things. And then that gets into philosophies like waterfall versus agile and how you maneuver and move money. But to your point, I think it's really important that people understand that relapse is not a failure of the individual. In my mind, in the way that I see it, it's just a failure of your plan. Your yeah. plan failed. You are not a failure because you you happen to fall back into an old habit. No,
1: and I agree with that.
0: Your, your plan failed. So if you're a business and you had a plan and your plan failed, what do you do to, to bring it back? I had a sports podcast. My show was a sports podcast. <laughs> it was a complete failure. People were like, what are you doing? Everybody's agreeing. It's the weirdest thing ever. But we like that other thing that you did. So guess what we did? We went back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. We looked at what, what was stronger about our conversation. It was when we were just talking talking about what we experience, But
1: this is what I'm wanting to do too, is like creating a safe space for people to just talk and have like open dialogue and communication about shit that is hard to talk about. Yes. The amount of times that my friends and I, when everyone says it, is like you sit around with your friends, you're like, drinking or just by a fire or i don't know watching a football game like yeah. what well, i'm trying to bring the boys into it. <laughs> but you know just like something and you're just like oh me like you always think like oh me and my friend should have a reality tv show oh me and my friend should have a podcast we should do this here's the thing a lot of people don't do it because then you're afraid of like what people are going to say yep. whenever you actually do talk about this tough shit and yep. whatever else but the truth is is like let's create And I think this is what Fort Worth podcasts are doing for a large part of it. I really do. I think that we're all creating a space where we're like, okay, let's all sit down and have a conversation about it in a safe space. And it doesn't matter like who you are. Let's share opinions and try and learn and grow and evolve from it. Exactly. Like no more of the like full cancel culture bullshit. I understand like some people do need like sent to a deserted island, (laughs) but at the same time, like let's try and have a conversation
0: yes let's let's be real
1: try and grow Mm -hmm. let's be real and it's probably you it really
0: is and i will give you so much credit because you have grown you have seen where you wanted to pivot you're pivoting. I love what you're trying to do here and the way that you're growing and building. I am so excited about the next chapter of Corks and Cowtown, And I'm going to be here. I'm coming back. Don't worry. I'm going to be back on the show. Um <laughs> Thank I'm you. excited to, to do whatever I can. Yeah. Because here's how beautiful things come full circle. When I needed help, who was there for me? You were. <laughs> without a question. Without a dime. Without even knowing who I was. So now I get to repay the favor. I'm coming back tenfold. Yes. So.
1: This, yes. <laughs> this is why I think it's healthy. And this is why I'm happy that you were able to be here. Yeah. It's like, let's have these conversations, talk about this stuff. And the best thing about it is like people that you've never met, probably y'all have so much in common with you. Yep. And that's the thing that it's so like, I get that it's tough to like, think about that and like, put it into perspective. But there's so many people that do not look like you do not act like you. Mm-hmm. Do not have maybe the same even core values as you, but they think the same way you do.
0: Exactly.
1: And there's just so much more to that. And like we all, I feel like could be a little bit more open to these certain things. There's going to be people you try it with and completely it, 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 fucking it bust. It, it ain't it. It's a bust. <laughs> it ain't but it. then there's going to be people that it's just going to click.
0: Yeah. And when you find those people, make sure that you remind them. Yeah. Yeah. Remind them that they did something for you in the moment because we as a society do a terrible job of giving recognition. Yeah. We do a really bad job of letting people know that they're doing well or that they helped you. I love to tell. I love. Is that one of your like
1: words of affirmation? like um, words of affirmation yeah. is one of my love languages. So I
0: think for mine it was time it was time quality, uh, time, quality yep. time mine's
1: quality time and words of affirmation. Mine was
0: quality time, gifts and um I don't remember the, my last one, but the quality time and the gifts were my two most important ones. No touch. Don't touch me.
1: My <laughs> physical touch is my last one too. So yeah, we get it. Yeah, don't touch this me. is why we get along.
0: Don't touch me. I don't, we're don't, just
1: don't, like, don't. just stay the fuck back. Yeah, stay back. Stay well, back. I love you. You're doing a great job. I love you. <laughs> just stay away from me. <laughs>
0: but again, I think that watching all the podcasts grow and watching what we're doing, to your point... We're not doing the same things. And the reason why we're getting along so well, the reason why we're collaborating is we're listening to each other. Yeah. And we're respecting each other. And I'm not asking you to come on to my show and be something different. When I asked you to come on to my show, I didn't ask you to come on and be somebody different.
1: No, it's absolutely.
0: When I came on to your show, you didn't ask me to be somebody no. different. So that's why. I think
1: honestly, like, and we can say this now, is like whenever we sat down, we obviously like hugged because we were super excited yeah, to like yeah. finally meet and it's been two plus years. Say, yeah. But then it was just like anything you don't want to talk about. Yep. That's literally, that I think, the only thing. That was it. You were just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, here we and go. Let's, and let's roll. That's basically it. Because yep. in that, those are the things because there's people that'll, you know, I talk to and I'm just like, is there anything that's like off limits? They're like, I don't talk about my relationship. I don't yeah. talk about this. And I'm like, done. Yeah. But other than that, like Mine's is, already center. St- st- just- if you
0: listen to my show, it's already center stage. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why I'm not afraid to come on to this platform and talk to you. Yeah. And uh, strangely enough, I have. I think when I look at my, my stats and everything, it's like 55 to 60% of women listen to my show.
1: Really? It's like
0: surprising to me.
1: Okay, I need to look at mine. Uh, so who do you use for your I stats? I do so we
0: do Anchor, but okay, I I tapped into the app. I did Apple so that okay. I could get all of my my information so it all feeds back into Anchor and for whatever reason, I have a lot of women that listen to the show.
1: So I use Anchor and Podbean? Yeah.
0: Oh, Podbean is awesome. And like
1: Podbean's crazy because it shows you, you know, like your st- or analytics but statistic wise like yeah. we're in u.s canada and ireland are the top <laughs> and i was like ireland listeners thank you i
0: have canada i don't know and germany. why but in germany for me
1: thank you ireland <laughs> i am irish small amount but still thank you family
0: is that so awesome thanks though? fam like
1: it's so and then like in the u.s the top is like texas and colorado yeah
0: so I don't, mine don't know is New who York. I
1: know in Col-
0: Mine's New York. Okay, that's well, it, well, cool. It's, it's, well, I'm from Buffalo. So, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mine, mine is, um, Texas is my biggest audience, and mm-hmm, then I have same. New York and then Colorado, but I'm also, I was born in Colorado, lived in New York, and now live in Texas. What? So it goes, for me, it goes Texas, New York, Colorado, and then a bunch of other states from people that I've just met from traveling and stuff. That,
1: it, it's a small, big world. I know, right? It really Isn't is. It so awesome? I absolutely love it, yeah. but... Sadly, we do have to wrap up, and we have to do this again. Oh, we are
0: going to. Oh, yeah, 100%. And
1: God knows what we'll talk about next time. 100%. (laughs) And
0: I'll I'll bring the equipment. I'll bring it. We'll set it.
1: Yeah, I was like, that's the thing is, we didn't like film this one, but yeah. I feel like we should next oh, time. Oh, we will,
0: because next time. And this is the nice thing about having a friend with a that, with a camera. I I, I was I did a rookie move. I brought the tripod and didn't set it up. Next time. We'll, no, we'll have,
1: I, I'm not prepared yeah, for that. I know. Today. You, you, the first you said me, no, we're not taking it anymore. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, not today. I was you like, I did not them. have time.
0: You can't tell a photographer not to bring their camera.
1: <laughs> I know, and I would never. But like, as far as like me, I was like, no, I did not have time to like like prepare an outfit. I have my hair and makeup done and that's literally it. So it is what it is, but please make sure that you go check out that LDP. It is probably you and make sure you subscribe, listen, follow like all those good things that go along with social media. And is there anything else you'd like to tell the people? If you feel guilty, it's probably you. And I can agree with that now because it probably is. And other than that, this is Robin saying cheers.